Hello again. Welcome back to How's the View. This is Natalie Rausch. I am your host. And I just want to start today by thanking you for joining me, for listening and telling me what you think about the podcast and that it's helping you and that you look forward to it. That means a lot to me. So thank you for your feedback. Thank you for continuing to give me your time each week and listen to my thoughts and the discussions that I'm having with other insightful people that are just bringing value into my life. I love that I have a place that I get to share these conversations and these tools and all of the help that has benefited me so much. It means a lot to me to be able to share it with people that I don't even know and the ones that I do know. I'm so humbled and grateful to be able to do something like this because it's helped me to process so many of my own thoughts and my own beliefs. So thank you for being here with me. Thank you for spending some of your time with me. With that said, I want to let you know that today's episode was a struggle. When I got my weekly text from Gonzo, he asked me if there was going to be an episode this week. And I said, you know, If I can get my brain to work, then yeah, there's going to be an episode this week, but it's not working so far. So (laughs) that's what happens sometimes when I'm trying to get my lovely, overactive, constantly thinking so many things on my mind brain to narrow down to one specific topic to share with all of you. Sometimes it's asking me to do something that I feel incapable of doing. And that is what happened for me this week. I wanted to share that for one, because this happens. I know this happens. And I know my thoughts that cause me to get blocked or stuck or feel like I'm in a funk. And knowing them being coached on them, coaching myself on them. I I don't want to spoil anybody's hopes and dreams, but I do want to be real enough to let you know that even with my education, even with my experience, even with the work I've put in to working on my thoughts and learning how to think in healthier, better ways, I'm still struggling. I'm still having weeks where I'm in a funk and I could use some help. And that's why I will always invest in taking care of myself and having support through coaching, through therapy, through being very intentional about my friends that I go to or the family that I surround myself with. My conversations lately, in and out of coaching, they all seem to flow and be in sync with each other. They've all been coming to the same conclusions. And those conclusions are always to be willing to tell the truth, the whole truth, to yourself and then to others. Be willing to let go 
of the responsibility to make sure other people feel good about you and around you, the ability to let go of expectations that you put on yourself or that others might put on you, the ability to let go of the pressure and the need to do everything the right way, like letting go has been huge. And the topic that I continue to speak to in depth lately with, gosh, almost, almost every client and in so many interactions outside of coaching that I really feel moved to talk about today is the need for each of us to surround ourselves with the people that encourage us to be more of who we are and not less. This is all going to come together. The letting go, the telling the truth, all of it is vital in this effort to surround yourself with the people that are going to encourage you to be more of you. I'll start by acknowledging that I don't think it's always easy to differentiate between the people that are asking you to be more of who you are versus asking you to be less. Because sometimes the people that are there to love us the most are the ones that are actually holding us back, that we're allowing to hold us back from learning and discovering our personal, very individual truth. So I believe that most people have the best intentions, especially the family and friends that love us the very most and have always wanted what's best for us. So it can feel very confusing to figure out who we are and what we think if it stops matching up with the expectations of these people that are closest to us. I think we allow our fear of disappointing other people or even disappointing ourselves to come in and block us from the ability to know ourselves more and live more inside of our truth. In order to support myself initially and now support my clients in developing the skill of being more of who we truly are, we really do have to learn to recognize the fuel that's driving the words and the opinions and the actions of the people that are around us as well as ourselves. And this is the place that I like to get really curious. So if my opinion of what I should do in my romantic relationship, for example, doesn't match up with my best friend's opinion, I might take a step back to slow down, find out what it is that I'm feeling, and make my own decision based on what I learn. I can also ask my best friend questions in an effort to find out what she's feeling and learn what's causing her to feel that way. Every time I can open myself up to that curiosity in order to learn more of where she's coming from, my defense goes down, my understanding comes up, and I have the capacity to make better choices because I'm not blocking insight and emotion. Another example that comes up a lot 
in coaching is around spiritual and religious practices and beliefs. It comes up frequently in coaching. So many of us have differing beliefs from our parents or friends, other family, and it's causing a lot of anxiety and fear, shame, uh, resentment, and judgment. And that's happening on all sides. So it doesn't really matter which side of the belief system you're on. These emotions that are fueling the contention are causing problems in finding out what's real and true and benefiting from your truth the very most. So a rule that I have set up in my own life when it comes to following through and taking action toward a decision of what I believe is best for me usually starts with a conversation I'm having with myself that might sound like, okay, Nat, it's okay to feel anxious or afraid or unsure, uh, confused, overwhelmed. It's okay to feel in a hurry or have that scarcity inside, but I'm not willing to take action from those feelings. So they're going to be there a lot of the time because I'm human and I don't know everything. So in my life, yeah, they're going to show up, but I'm not willing to let them drive me into what I do next. I'm someone who makes very deliberate and thoughtful decisions, and I'm committed to taking actions from the feelings that are abundant, that cause me to feel more open What I've learned to recognize these feelings as are the ones that make me feel more like me. Some of the emotions, some of the feelings that come up when I'm feeling more like me and I'm recognizing that are lots of times I'm calm, I'm curious, I can get excited. Often it's when I'm grateful, when I'm content, when I'm not in a hurry and I'm just settled. And there's a lot more that goes into that list of feeling the most like me, but there's an energy to it when I'm making these deliberate and thoughtful decisions that I want to take action from. So what I want to offer here is it's more than okay to disagree with the people in our lives. And The people that are meant to stay in our lives are going to be able to love and accept us whether we're agreeing with them or whether we're disagreeing with them. Something I see get in the way of us becoming more of who we are is this need to live up to the expectations like I brought up before and do things the right way and oftentimes just proving that we're enough of something proving that I'm a good enough mom, I'm a good enough wife, I'm a good enough friend, I am faithful enough, I'm worthy enough, I'm name your insecurity. The most success I hear when I'm in a session with a client, there is always an element of letting go of saying, you know what, screw it, I'm just going to be me and allowing exactly who we are to show up and be seen and be exposed. And it's always associated with things like, I'm not going to hold back. They can take it or leave it. And I don't want to fake it. 
I don't want to tiptoe. I'm done trying to do this perfectly. Like, I think there's such a power in a willingness to let go. And honestly, I think when we uncover what it really means to let go, it's often uncovering that we don't want to control what other people think about us anymore. We don't want to manipulate it anymore. We don't want to have to work so damn hard to make sure that people see us the way that we expect ourselves to be seen. And every single time I allow myself to let go or I hear a client that's allowed themselves to let go, there is such a sense of peace and acceptance and freedom and just connection with ourselves that follows. I want you to consider what if your only responsibility in life is to learn how to allow yourself to be all of you? What kind of screw it mentality would you need to allow to happen in your life? A lot of what I hear that's a sign of letting go is I have nothing to lose. I have my own back. I don't have anything to prove. I'm enough as I am. I think as we're trying to get real with ourselves and learn more about who we are when we aren't being influenced by all of the voices around us, learn more about what we think, what we feel, what we believe, it's important to try to understand what being more of who I am actually feels like. And in my experience, in the experience of fostering inner strength and inner wisdom and authenticity in clients is that being more of who we are might feel scary, but it can be calm at the same time. And it can also be very hopeful and exciting and open and connected and encouraged, empowered unfiltered, real, raw, and vulnerable, where maybe less of who I am is going to feel insecure and unsure and doubtful, more anxious with this need to be careful and tread lightly. And it's honestly much more self-centered and worries more. I adopted a belief a few years ago that has changed everything about my relationship with me and my relationship with everybody else in my life. That belief is the most loving thing I can do for someone is to tell them the truth. This is something that I have practiced in my life over and over and over again. And the more I practice it, the more I believe it. Sometimes the truth is hard to hear. Sometimes it's uncomfortable Sometimes it's going to be different than what people want to hear. But as I've been committed to being someone who's going to tell the truth about me and tell the truth about what I'm seeing in loving and compassionate and non-judgmental ways without expectations, I have been able to connect in my relationships in the most fulfilling and unconditional ways. It is so beyond worth it to me 
to be someone who has learned to recognize truth within myself focused on strengthening my skills and my desires to express my truth and to pull the truth out of other people. It's my favorite thing to do because what happens when the truth is pulled out of somebody else, what happens when we allow truth to be what leads us in our lives, truth over limitations, over expectations, our possibilities become limitless our possibilities to love each other, accept each other, appreciate each other, lean on each other for support. If you don't have someone in your life right now who's willing to tell you the truth because that's how much they love you, I hope you'll reach out to me because I will tell you the truth about what I see. All of us are limiting ourselves if we're not open to hearing a truth that sounds different than what we thought. I am constantly exposing myself to hearing new things, listening to different perspectives, asking for feedback from the people that love me the most. And I have so much more access to understanding who Natalie is and what my values are and the direction I'm heading because I'm not afraid of what's true. I'm committed to it. I hope that this message today helps you to look for the people in your life that are going to encourage you to be more of who you are and be the person in your life that won't let any excuse be good enough to be anything less than who you are. And I also hope that you'll be willing to be that person for somebody else. Truth can be hard. It can feel uncomfortable. It can feel really scary. But I don't think there's ever a good reason to not live more into our truth. Thanks again for spending your time with me. If the podcast is helping you, if you are gaining in your life because of the things that we're talking about here, I hope that you'll share that with me and that you will like and share the podcast, and I will catch you next week.